It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. All right. So, <laughs> we caught some people by surprise with our new music, baby. We did. Mm, yeah, so we were looking around like, hey, man, Where's we in the right place? Yeah, yeah. What is yeah. that? Yeah. Lynette Gregory wrote that song for us, and we've, um, with her permission, used a little excerpt of it to be our new intro song. So you never know, man, after eight years and 260,000 shows, we might get a raise this year, girl. We might. They came to me and asked me to restructure my contract to take a signing bonus so we could get under the salary cap. So <laughs> I was thinking, holy crap, <laughs> our salary cap zero. How much more can we get under? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh no man it is great to be back y'all we are so sorry we were gone the uh, i know it's going to sound like an excuse but the weather did it it did it crazy did. weather crazy weather all that snow you guys got up there in the north up there in boston i know y'all were buried yes and our, our uh, producer just had to work and work and work and work yes yes our, our sound man mr the, the magic man Tim was not able to, he had to go into work to take care of all those people with electricity needs, or the lack of electricity needs, I guess, whichever way you want to look at it. (laughs) Still cracks me up, man. Storm comes through, you know the lines are down, you know you don't have power, so why are you calling and bothering us? (laughs) 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 It'd be like down here when a hurricane blows through and there's not even a tree with a leaf on it, you know, and... Oh, uh, why is my power out, really? <laughs> okay. Except as a customer service person, you can't say, like, um, really? <laughs> I probably wouldn't make it 15 minutes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, hey, the rodeo's in town here in Houston, Texas. And uh, because of that, today we're going to do some ribs, and we're going to do Ooh. a barbecue sauce. It's actually a Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. I just, you know me, I was looking for a reason to smoke some ribs. They were on sale the other day, and we picked them up. My man, we're going to make those. Now, it's going to be awesome, so you definitely want to stick around for that. No Mm. more ice, no more snow. Old man winter, you can just blow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired of this cold weather, girl. Crap. I'm not even half as cold as you guys. But I I won't say that until, like, May, because we have had snowstorms in April. Well, that little guinea pig or whatever it is up there in Punxsutawney Phil. Right. He said it was coming six weeks early. Well, I hope he's right. It feels so like far, spring. he was wrong. <laughs> it, well, we've got we've got about a few more weeks to go towards spring. 
and it, it really does feel sort of spring-like, but I still have this vague memory of snow, not just a little bit of snow, but a lot of snow, like in April and May. So, eh. The one thing to say. When I realized when I was I was living in Cincinnati mm-hmm. and it was May and I'm still in flannel and blue jeans and all my buddies are down here going to the beach, I'm like, time to move back to Texas. <laughs> Don't like the cool cold weather. Mm-mm. Got well, to get out of this place. Well, it does teach you to like, I think, to appreciate sort of where you are at the moment. Because yes. today is is a nice day. Yesterday was a nice day, and it was just sort of like, woof, you know. You go outside, you have to have your jacket on, but it, you could have worn a light jacket. So do you have do you have bad weather days up there? No, of course. Nasty of course days. we do. <laughs> See, because down here in Texas, it could be a hurricane and it's a great day because we're in Texas. Uh... <laughs> hey, did you read in the paper, did you hear about on the news the, um, the monastery that opened their own fish and chips restaurant? I did not. Tell me. Yeah, they were looking to raise some funds, and, and uh, this customer walks in, and he asks the cleric behind the counter, are you the fish fryer? He goes, nope, I'm the chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. All right. for uh, We'll be right back on the other side, and we're going to talk some ribs. Now here's more of the show. With Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. Now, ribs, 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 ribs. I prefer pork ribs. That's just me. Beef ribs, for some reason, kind of, when I eat them, they, I don't like having to pick all the meat out between my teeth. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so it's nothing, you know, nothing against the cow. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like the cow as much as I like the pig. It's just, I like pork ribs. And what we've got today are some baby backs. Ooh, Okay. With ribs, a lot of times when you get like just a, some pork spare ribs, they will have a bit of the backbone in them. Mm-hmm. The baby backs don't have that extra rib on the bottom of them, so you can just slice them nice and thin. Baby backs are a lot of times what you get when you go out to different restaurants, but okay. we need to weigh these guys because we're going to be smoking them, and we want to smoke them for about 30 minutes per pound. Okay, I'm gonna lay this. Put a plate on it. Oh, is that a scale? Yeah, it's our little kitchen scale. Okay. One pound thirteen ounces is what the plate weighs. I'm gonna push the tear button, which is gonna take the weight of the plate out, and then we can lay our ribs on it. Okay, two pounds twelve ounces. Were y'all able to hear that? Yes. Which is really nice. If you're gonna be smoking or doing more than one set of ribs when you buy them try to get like this one weighed two pounds 11 i would try to find other ribs that weighed the same amount oh okay right around right around two pounds 10 two pounds 12 to 13 somewhere you know try to find slabs that are all about the same because they will all have the same amount of cooking time mm-hmm. that makes sense i mean if you have a pound you know because we're we want to do these about 30 minutes a pound we've got this smoker set at 225 if you've heard the show before you know, it's kind of like a compact refrigerator. So it has a door that opens on the front. It has a timer on it to where you can set it to go to, to be on up to 24 hours. It has a temperature range from 100 degrees to 275 degrees that you can set. Now, it's not speaking. It doesn't talk for the blind, mm-hmm. but it does beep. Every time you turn it on, it beeps, it's on. You press the next button, and that is your temperature button. 
and then you use two, uh, you know, an up and a down arrow to select your temperature. And once you get that selected, you set your time. And I just, I always put it on just for, you know, 20 hours, because <laughs> I'm not going to use it that long. But um, I just don't want it turning off while we're in the middle of smoking something. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put a time on it because sometimes we get to smoking something. Hey, let's throw some of this in there. Okay, you know, so it ends up going over anyway. Now I've cut our ribs out of the package, and I've got them laid out on a jelly roll pan, actually. It's kind of like a big cookie sheet with sides on it. Mm-hmm. And I've got some pork dry rub I'm going to sprinkle on the ribs. And when you feel the ribs, there's going to be a meaty side and more of a skin side, a bony side, I guess you could call it. Okay. So I want to put this rub on the meat side. And don't be afraid of it. If you want to use some of your own rub, you know, some people like putting garlic powder and some of this rub and some chili powder and some brown sugar, some salt, some pepper, kind of mixing all that together. So is this a, this is like a pre prepared rub that you're using or did you yeah this is one we purchased through the grocery store oh okay comes in a little five ounce bottle Mm -hmm. uh, sprinkles on similar to what you know like um salt or pepper something like that Mm -hmm. now that i've put the rub on the ribs i'm just rubbing it in with my fingers i want it to get down into the meat so there when it smokes it will get down into the into the meat of the rib and we can taste it these things when they're done y'all are going to come out to where you won't even need a knife to cut them. They'll just, the bones will just pull right out. They'll fall off the bones. They'll fall off the bone. We Guarantee. love that. We love they that. Jump right out of the jump right out of the pan into your mouth. <laughs> Good, polite little ribbies. Oh, delicious stuff. Wash my hands off here. Okay, we're going to take these out and put them in the smoker. So let's go out to the back porch. And uh, everybody inside here, you see, I'll just keep your seat. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know some of them were like, should we follow him? Should we stay? Yeah, they're like, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> hang on, I'll be right back. It's a little smoky out here at the time. We've got pecan in the smoker. Oh, you're using so it's pecan? So going to give them a nice, nice, nice smoke taste. Nice. Very good. Very good. Mesquite's a little heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, apple and cherry wood's not bad. But I'm just kind of, I like pecan. Hmm. Just my flavor. My flavor of choice. (laughs) Gotcha. Now, when you open this door up, step back, because there is a lot of heat and a little smoke that will come flying out at you. guys right in there wrap that in foil not yet oh okay. we just put it straight in the smoker oh okay if you wrap it in foil mm-hmm. you're not going to get the smoke oh okay the foil is going to keep it from going in so what you what we do is we're going to smoke them about 30 minutes a pound we were at um 211 right so uh if we go about an hour and a half mm-hmm which call it three pounds. We're really about two and a half, you know, an, uh, an hour, 15, an hour and a half, somewhere in there, we'll be fine. Okay. Because we're at 225, it's not going to be as that extra 15 minutes. Hey, y'all, back. <laughs> it's um, go in the door, go out the door. 
um, it's not going to be that vital to that, that extra 15 minutes won't hurt it as if you had them in the oven at, you know, 350 or 400 or something. Right. That extra 15 minutes could take them from being hockey pucks to charcoal sticks. <laughs> now, um, I experimented, oh, about two weeks ago with doing some smoked cheese, y'all. Ooh, how And um, it requires a cold smoke, they call it which is smoking at um, under 100 degrees. So the, they recommended smoking at 90 degrees. And I couldn't, this smoker will only go to 100. Okay. So I have a grill basket. Um, it's for, it's basically just like a little pan that has openings cut out in it for use on the grill for putting vegetables in. Um, it's about 9 by 12 slope sides, but it's got all these openings in it for, you know, for grilling. And I put the cheese on that, and then I put that in the smoker, and then I put one of our bar pans, our silicone bar pans, mm-hmm. underneath it. So what happened was some of the cheese melted and ran through and into those bar pans, you know, into the, into the pan, the, the bar pan. Mm-hmm. for making um, bars and so when I went out to take them out I scooped out what was in the the basket that had melted and put it in the bar pan and then just reformed all the cheese into bars let it set up then you wrap them in cellophane put them in the fridge and let them sit for like seven days and they were delicious Wow, very nice. So it was a success other than the melting. (laughs) (laughs) But I had a feeling that was going to happen just because of the high temp. Right. So anyway. All right, y'all. Our uh, ribs are in the smoker. They are smoking. They will be done in about an hour and a half. Um, Ironically, that's about the amount of time that it's going to take to make our barbecue sauce. So we're going to take a little break right here. We're going to come back on the other side, and we're going to put together some homemade barbecue sauce that might make you slap your mama. It'll be so finger-licking good, I guarantee. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to Cooking in the Dark, barbecuing, in the barbecuing. Only uh, five and a half months till kickoff. What? Yeah. I don't think football season will ever get here. <laughs> it just finished. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I'm having withdrawals. It's not even been a month yet, and I'm like, missing football. <laughs> oh, shucks. Okay, let me get up. And I'm, I'm sure... Four quart bowl out here. Or actually, pot. Oh, I'm sorry. Not a bowl. Why don't you read them that recipe real quick? Uh... Well, I will. But I, as I was looking at this, I was thinking about the um, Janet Ivanovich. Who's, she has these Stephanie Plum mysteries. Yes. I don't know. I, I've been reading Sizzling 16 again and just having the best time laughing. <laughs> it's just all the crazy things, you know, like three women yeah. deciding they're going to rob a drug dealer <laughs> and and using a stink bomb to do it. Yeah, her books are really fun. Yeah, they definitely are. All right, let me get some tomato sauce. 
and some Dr. Pepper. That's right, Dr. Pepper. No way. And an onion that I need to dice up real fast here. Move our scale out of the way. It's a great little scale. All right. You want to read them that recipe? It takes an, an hour and 30 minutes to prepare. Okay, so here we go. Barbecue sauce. Half an onion minced. A quarter cup of vegetable oil. Two cups Dr. Pepper or other soda. A 15-ounce can, one 15-ounce can of tomato sauce, one uh, three-quarter cup of cider vinegar, a quarter cup of honey, a quarter cup of brown sugar, one teaspoon of cayenne pepper, optional, pinch of salt, that's it. And the second set of ingredients, kind of get those together to dump in. In fact, I'm going to put my cider vinegar in with my honey just to help cut it a little bit. Oh, that makes sense. But you want you want the, the, the vinegar in there to help cut the sweetness that you're going to have from the soda. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't want to use Dr. Pepper, you can use um, any dark soda. So don't dark use ones. diet. Okay. Don't use diet, but um, I just got done cutting a, cut an onion in half here and then cut off both ends where the stem connected and the, and the other end of it. Now I'm just slicing it very thin, about halfway, how oh, about a, a third of the way through. I'm just slicing very thin slices. I'm using my forefinger as my guide. And then about a third of the way through, I'm going to turn it around and start slicing from the other side back into the middle. Because I've got it sitting with the flat face down. And that way you get, when you, as you're dicing it or slicing this onion, when you get, if you were to start slicing on one side and go all the way to the other, Cheryl, Mm -hmm. Pretty soon you're not going to end up. You're going to end up with very little onion to hold on to while you're slicing. Oh, that's if true. If you slice about a third of the way through it, and then just turn the onion around, you know, turn mm -hmm. it 180, so that then you start on the other side, and you can start slicing again from that side. And you, as you, then as you get to the middle, you've got a nice big piece of onion to hold on to, as opposed to a little bitty sliver. Because it's a wonder how easily that fingertip can get in there. What's, what's a little bit of a fingertip? Not in this recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there was one time we were having, for a Super Bowl party, as a matter of fact, we were making pico de gallo, and I cut the end of my finger, sliced the end of it off. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh, my thumb. Mm -hmm. It would not stop bleeding. Wow. I about passed out. I thought I was going to bleed to death. Hmm. Big old 265-pound man passing out the side of his own blood. <laughs> <laughs> The only other time I bled like that is one time I was going out and I had shaving. I had accidentally nipped the edge of my nose, you know, right there, right there by the by one of the nostrils. Mm -hmm. That thing bled for. If it bled for 20 minutes, it bled for three hours. I bet. Wow. Oh my gosh! I put a septic stick on it. I did everything I could to try to get that thing to stop bleeding. I finally called my date and said, look, man, I'll be a little bit late. <laughs> I'm bleeding to death. I'm bleeding to death. Help me. What I'm doing here with this onion, y'all, I'm just dicing it up super small because I don't want any really big hunks of onion in our sauce. Hmm. So, you so just we're doing a pretty fine dice on them. Okay. Because so we're going to saute them here in the olive oil instead of the veggie oil. And I'm just kind of, now I'm just kind of feeling through the onions. And if I feel any great big hunks, mm -hmm. what I'm doing is just kind of grabbing a handful of them, you know, in my fingertips. And just kind of sprinkling them through my fingers. 
And then that way, if I feel any big pieces, I can chop them down a little bit more. Gotcha. All right, we're going to get us some medium heat going over here. Medium heat. That's in between, you know. What? Medium heat. In between high heat and low heat. Oh, okay. Right in the middle. Gotcha. A nice place to be. That way you're never high, you're never low. There you you're go. You're never up, you're never down. There you're you just go. in the middle. I'm sorry, man. Dr. Seuss's birthday. Hope everybody enjoyed that rerun of Dr. Seuss. I'm sorry we weren't able to... We were all prepared to do Roast Beast, but with the weather... Another it, it, storm came along. Another storm. Another storm. This is like our first... Yeah. We're very excited. No snow this weekend. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, put a little oil in there. <coughs> in our pan. Actually, it's a four-quart pot. Because with the ingredients, we're going to be putting about a... Uh, this, make, this recipe makes about two cups after we let it cook down. Not a real hard recipe to do. Very delicious too. Okay, so we've got our onions in here. We're going to let these saute just for about three or four minutes. Get my, uh, ooh, we're stocked full. Usually our utensils, you know, we haven't uh, recorded in so long. Our utensils are all here and ready to go. Wow, everything's in the right place. Everything's there. It was Every great. Every place is in the right place. Woohoo. So right. I've got a um, wooden spoon here just kind of Stirring the the mushroom, uh, the uh, onions around a little bit, mm -hmm. and we'll get ready to get our other ingredients. We're going to need the honey and the brown sugar. Brown sugar, yes. Tomato sauce. Tomato sauce is in a can. Yes, yes. And your cider vinegar. Cider vinegar. I love honey. We made that um, our honey fried chicken the other night. Mm -hmm. We've done that a few times on the show. Gosh, that stuff is so good. Delicious. I'm going to get our vegetable spray for the honey. Now, how much cider vinegar was it? It was a quarter cup of that also, correct? A third a cup. Okay. What I did real quick, y'all, is I just sprayed down my quarter cup measuring cup with vegetable spray. And now I'm squeezing some honey into it, quarter cup. And we're going to put that in one of our perfect mixing bowls here. Let me get the, the four cup model. Put our honey in there. Let me get our cider vinegar. I'm going to put it in with the honey. Oh, okay. Let me give our onions a little, little stir here. I'm turning the heat down now, y'all, to medium-low. Mm-hmm. Because these onions are pretty small, so it won't take them long to saute. It might be a good idea to have your other ingredients ready to go. If you're kind of a novice, even if you're experienced, it will help. Okay, a third cup of cider vinegar. Let me get that poured in our bowl here. Okay. And again, that cider vinegar is going to help cut some of the taste, some of the sweetness that's going to be in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it's calling for a quarter cup of honey and a quarter cup of brown sugar. Right. Not to mention two cups of Dr. Uh, Pepper. Dr. Pepper, yeah. 
But then, yeah, but as you said, the cider plus the tomato sauce mm-hmm. will add, add a little tempering of these. But, I mean, I like a good, kind of a good sweet barbecue sauce anyway. Mm-hmm. And spicy. So, you know, I'll be putting a little white pepper in it. <laughs> yeah, one of the recipes I had called for um, putting just regular tomatoes in and then having to put it in a blender. and. Oh, okay. This is a much easier recipe. Okay, we're going to add our tomato sauce. Then we'll come back and add our Dr. Pepper. Yep, two cups. Two cups, no waiting. Two cups. How much, can you get two cups out of one can? I don't know. No. No? So you need two cans. Two cups is 16 ounces, so a 16-ounce bottle. Oh, okay. Would be two cups. Gotcha. It's like that one recipe we have for Italian margaritas, you know, 10 of these 12-ounce cans, you know, of water you've got to add to it. I'm like, man, why don't we just add a gallon of water? <laughs> you know, it's 10 times 12 is 120. Right. So eight more ounces of water is not going to hurt anything, unless you're Budweiser, <laughs> you know, where they're getting sued for supposedly watering down their beer. <laughs> Um, how could it be any more watery? Not that I drink beer, but... A little weaker than the European beer, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, we've got our tomato sauce in. We have our onion. We have our Dr. Pepper. I'm adding the honey and apple vinegar. Or not vine- apple vinegar, but cider vinegar. And we'll get a little brown sugar in there. Stir that stuff up. And then we're just going to let it simmer. Now my brown sugar, y'all, I keep in the freezer. Ah, okay. Why do you ask? Why do you keep it in the refrigerator? Or the freezer? I'm glad you ask. Yeah. It's there so that the rabbits won't get it. (laughs) No, seriously. I keep it in the freezer because if you store your brown sugar in the freezer, it won't get all rock hard on you like Uh. it will if you put it up in the pantry. Okay. But it'll keep it nice and nice and usable. Let me get a quarter cup here of some brown sugar. Put that in with our other ingredients. Now we're still on medium low heat. Okay. I'm going to crank it up here to about medium and just kind of stir it. Nurture it since it's a young infant barbecue sauce. <laughs> But but it does it does take a little bit of time. It's like what did, what does it say? Sixteen to ninety minutes of simmering. Because you got to let it simmer. Yeah. You got to let it simmer and reduce. Okay. Depending on how um on how thick you like your barbecue sauce. Mhm. It gives you that control. Okay. Of allowing it because right now it's pretty watery. 
more watery than thick. Okay. Because, again, a quarter cup of honey is not a lot to make it, you know, to thicken it up. Mm -hmm. The tomato, it's tomato sauce, not paste, so that's going to be pretty thin. The Dr. Pepper, of course, is real thin. Right. Thickest thing in here is the onions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've got a nice stir on it. What I'm going to do is we're going to let this come to a boil. After it comes to a boil, then we're just going to turn it down and just let it simmer. And that's all there is to it. So um, we've got about an hour left on our barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. We've got about an hour left on our uh, ribs. So we're going to take a little break right here, let our sauce reduce, let our ribs smoke, and if you're here in the audience, I'm going to come out and BS with you. If you're not, you're just going to come back from commercial break, and guess what? The ribs are going to be done. (laughs) That's what I like. Let me walk outside and come back in. Okay, ribs are done. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back, y'all. Cooking in the dark. We're going... We're going with the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo Show today. We're doing some barbecue pork ribs. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. Welcome back. For those of you in Radio Land, it was just a short walk down the street. <laughs> the rest of us have been hanging out in here doing the shots of tequila. No, we haven't. We've just been drinking iced tea and talking. But very interesting folks today in the studio. Hey, we're going to go back out here. Our sauce is nice and thickened up. I've turned the heat down to low on it. So it's just simmering away. Mmm. The sweet smell of pecan smoke. Oh, oh, oh. So nice. What I'm going to do here, y'all, I've got a uh, cookie sheet out here. It's more kind of like a jelly roll pan, I guess. I'm going to go ahead and line it with aluminum foil. What we need to do now is take our ribs. I want this piece long enough so I can wrap it around. I'm using heavy-duty foil. And what we're going to do is pull our ribs out. And then we're going to wrap them up in this foil. And something magical happens when you do this. And let them smoke again. Remember, they won't really smoke, but we'll let them cook again. Put them back in the smoker and let them go for about another hour or so. They're going to come out really tender. That's what this stage does. It allows the ribs to come out. Because now they're smoked. They're pretty much cooked through. Let's try to make sure I'm lined up here. When I start shucking and grabbing. Don't want to miss. Put on my grips mitts. We're going in. Remember? Stand back from the door when we open it. There will be some hot air and heat coming out. Heat and smoke. (laughs) Mmm, smells delicious. Wow. 
Okay. Got one slab here. Lay it down. Get this next piece of foil spread out. I don't want to wrap these up just yet because we're going to put a little barbecue sauce on them. Some of that awesome Dr. Pepper sauce we just made. Yum. That stuff's nice and excellent and good to go. It's, it's, yeah, you cooked it the, how long did you cook it? Like six, half an hour? No, 60 minutes to 90 minutes, depending? Yeah, it was about, it ended up being about 90 minutes. Okay, so nice and thick sauce. Nice and thick. All right. Get it kind of reduced down, and that's the one great thing about making your own barbecue sauce. Now, of course, I mean, you can do it with the store-bought stuff. You know, if you want it a little thinner, just add a little water to it or whatever. But, um, yeah, I like making, I mean, there's nothing to it. Making barbecue sauce is pretty easy. There's a lot of different recipes out there for all types of different barbecue sauces. So, man, practice and knock yourself out. Just that simple. All right, let me get a, because uh, our sauce is going to be a little hot. I'm going to grab a trivet here, Cheryl. So I can put our pot of barbecue sauce on it. Okay. So I don't want to burn the countertops. No. Seeing how they were just put in 15, 16 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you had me going. Such a modern kitchen. Okay. Now, looking for my ladle. Ladle lady you. There it is. With, you know, store-bought barbecue sauce, you can just uh, pretty much squeeze it right out. Can't do that with this. Ooh, nice and thick. Mm. I'm basically just taking a ladle full, and I'm just going to spread it. Start pouring it over the ribs from one end to the other. Now, the ribs are still in one big old slab, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't want a whole lot of barbecue sauce on them. Just a little bit. So what are you okay. qualifying as a little bit? About a ladle. A ladle oh. full and a half. Okay. And are you putting that on both sides or just like... Just one side. Okay. Just on one side. And then it'll run down to the other side. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to pull my foil together. And my the two ends of foil. I'm going to just get those together and just start rolling them down until they get down tight on top of the ribs. And then each side, the top, I'm going to take that foil and turn it in. Just What we're doing is just kind of sealing up the ribs inside this foil. Now when we put this back on the smoker, for about an hour, hour and a half, something like that. If you're doing a brisket, I like to go, I like to go about half the amount of time that I smoked it for, okay? Okay. Get these other slabs going here. So, man, you know, if you're doing one slab, you may as well do two slabs. This is true. True. And the second slab, the reason I was telling you all earlier about making sure when you get ribs that you get equal weight. We had one slab that was a little over four pounds and one that was under three pounds. 
So, of course, the four-pound slab was going to take a little longer to cook. Mm -hmm. So we already had it going before we started the show. But now they caught up with each other, so now it's neck and neck. It's the tortoise <laughs> and the hare. Okay, so I just did the same thing. I just poured barbecue sauce, a ladle full, actually a couple ladles, on these ribs since they're a little bit more to them. Let me get over here. I'm going to put the two ends of the foil together, so I'm basically just wrapping it up long ways. And then on the edges, where I pull it, what I did, y'all, I took one big long pull of foil and laid it in the, on the, the, the cookie sheet, laid the ribs inside it, the slab of ribs in it, and then I was able to fold the foil over the top. Does that make sense? Yep. One end that was longer, folded it over to the other end, mm -hmm. rolled those two up together until they were tight against the ribs, and then at the top and the bottom, where the two halves or the two pieces come together, I just kind of slowly closed those in. Oh, okay. So you're covering it all everywhere. Yeah, so basically it's just kind of wrapped, totally wrapped in foil. Ah, okay. Totally closed up. And so... I got a little problem here. I got a little bone picking out, so I'm going to have to put a little more foil on it. Ah, I was going to ask you. So if, if there is a piece sticking out, what what will happen? Will it well, just it'll, dry it, out? it'll let the juices flow okay. out, which okay. won't let it tenderize itself. Okay. So you, um, it really won't hurt it that much, but it'll keep it from getting as tender as it could. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to roll back out here to where our smoker is. Oh, let me close the door to the studio, y'all, because we'll fill up with smoke in a heartbeat. Then the fire trucks come, the firemen want to eat. Nah, nothing <laughs> for the audience. Band gets all mad. It's kind of terrible. It is pretty horrible. I hate it when that happens. Okay. Yeah, smoke. Hair off some full here. Yeah. <laughs> Have to go Smoking to the hairdresser fall. again. Yeah, six, yeah, seven yeah, hours yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just on and on. Not good. Kind of like one of the bars around here that used to be, gosh, I don't know what it was, but, you know, used to, uh, they passed the no smoking ban here quite a while back. But mm -hmm. back before they did that, this bar, holy cow. I mean, you walked out of there and you smelled like a giant cigarette, like a big ashtray, you know. Oh, uh, it, And it was a big place, but, I mean, everybody in there smoked. But mm -hmm. still, it was just, it was just really crazy how um, it was like the nicotine was running down the walls or something. <laughs> something else. Okay, we put our, we're back in the smoker. Mm -hmm. We haven't adjusted the temperature at all. We're still, still at about 225. 25, yeah. And we're just going to let this go for about an hour. Wow. So for everybody out there in Radio Land, we're going to take a quick break and come right back and the ribs are going to be done. <laughs> yeah. For everybody here in the studio, Somebody, man, get out the dominoes. Let's play another game. Ribs. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Ribs mm -hmm. and more ribs. Here we go. And ribbies, 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 ribbies. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but let's let's get back to our ribs. All right. So we, can we I read the rest of we pulled, Yeah, we pulled them out of the smoker. Hang on. Okay. Um, we pulled them out of the smoker. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just letting them rest. We're going to let them rest for about 10 minutes. And um, we made our own barbecue sauce, Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. So, um, Cheryl, go ahead and read the ingredients to that again. All right. So here we go. What did you need for this particular Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce? You needed half an onion minced, a quarter cup of vegetable oil or olive oil, two cups of Dr. Pepper or other dark soda, not diet, right? Right? Right. Do not use diet. 
one fifteen ounce can of tomato sauce, one third cup of cider vinegar, a quarter cup of honey, quarter cup of brown sugar, one teaspoon of cayenne pepper or more, a pinch of salt, and that's it. And that's all there is to it. What you do is put all your ingredients in, bring them up. What I did was brought them up to a boil and then just let them simmer. You want to come back and stir it so that, um, depending on your cookware, so you don't end up, you know, baking it to the bottom of your pan, your pot. But I used a four-quart pot, put everything in, brought it up to a boil, and just let it simmer. I did not cover it. Just let it simmer. And what it's doing is actually, as it's simmering, it's actually cooking down. So I had mine down to like a medium-low heat. But as it's cooking down, it's getting thicker. And if you want to go 60 minutes, check it. If you want to go 90 minutes, you want to go 120 minutes. Just check it until it gets to the, the consistency that you like your barbecue sauce. And that's all there is to it. Now, the ribs, we use just a store-bought rub, a dry rub on them. Coat the ribs really well. Rub it in, rub it in, rub it in. Massage it into that meat. If you can do it the night before and let the, and roll those that slab of ribs up and put it in a, you know, a gallon Ziploc, Mm-hmm. Let them sit overnight in the fridge with that rib rub on there. That's ultimate, too. That's that's awesome. But your ribs aren't going to take that long, about 30 minutes a pound, 20, 30 minutes a pound, depending on your smoker, which allows me to set my temperature exactly to the temperature I want. It allows me to set a cook time, and it uses regular wood chips. But we put our ribs in with the, the dry rub on them, let them go for about two hours, which come out to be just about 30 minutes a pound. Then we pulled them out, put our barbecue sauce on them. Well, actually, first we put them in foil, huh, on a piece of foil poured barbecue sauce over the top of the slab and then enclose that slab in that foil. Just wrap that foil up nice and tight around it, put them back in the smoker for about an hour to an hour and a half. And as you all will see as we open them up right now, mmm, looks good. Look at this. I'm going to grab this bone right here, Cheryl. It slid right out. Clean as a whistle, man. So that's the way to do it, y'all. Wrapping it up in foil after you smoke them, whether it's a brisket, ribs, it just does something magic. It really makes it happen. It really is good. So we're going to eat right now and enjoy it. For Cheryl Cummings, I'm Dale Campbell. We're putting our bibs on because we're fixing to get into these ribs. This is Cooking in the Dark. We'll see you all next week. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.